The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com. Now, uh, we, have, uh, we have lots of great information on there on how to, uh, how to maintain, restore, and recover your good health, whether you're healthy and want to stay that way or whether you have some dread disease and want to get rid of it. We've got real answers for you, answers that uh, we every week uh, try and show you different aspects of healing and using natural medicine to take care of yourself. GersonMedia.com. And with us today is a very, very interesting young woman, uh, Sarah Mabruk. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Sarah Mabruk. Sa- Sarah Mabruk. Uh, Sarah is, uh, I'm speaking to you, uh, you're in Germany right now. Yeah, I'm in Berlin right now. I'm based in Berlin. Yeah, between Berlin and Washington, D.C. So I'm constantly so back and forth. <laughs> and so I'm very, very uh, grateful to you for for staying up this late. It's apparently, uh, it's got to be nearing midnight <laughs> for you. So, um, <laughs> vielen herzlichen Dank. So we, so so um, Sarah has is is came to our attention because she's done very something extremely interesting, and we'd like to help her do it, and we hope that you'd like to help her do it as well. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit first of all about your background? You're a journalist, you're a filmmaker, and a, a documentarian. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background? How you came to be that? Yeah, so I, I'm um, both a journalist and a filmmaker by training. I have master's degrees in both, but I've actually spent most of my career um, working as a journalist and a reporter, um, most of it in the Middle East. So um, I reported for many of the major um, broadcasters in television and um, uh, also some newspapers and press agencies. Um, and I'm now doing my first feature-length um, documentary film, um, called the food cure the food cure and this is how we came uh this is how you came to our attention because the food cure uh as far as i know is about the gerson therapy is that correct 
Well, it focuses on the Gerson therapy. Um, it actually, I followed six cancer patients in um, four different countries around the world who've decided to turn their backs on conventional treatments and try um, a controversial nutritional treatment instead. And five of those patients actually did the Gerson therapy. Wow. Uh, and uh, so uh, those six patients, you followed them uh, from from what from diagnosis or how did you f- come how did you find out about them? Well, I actually um, found out about them and the Gerson Institute. I asked them to um, send a letter out to the patients that um, contacted them um, and asked them if they would be interested in becoming part of a documentary film that would follow their stories um, over three years. So for a very long time no matter what the outcome. And um, this is how I found the, um, you know, most of the patients. Some of them I actually found in Europe, but most of them I found in this way. And that's exactly what I did, is I um, basically accompanied them from the very beginning of their treatment all the way to the end and then into normal life. What inspired you to do that? That's a very good question because um, coming from the Middle East and, and not really being, you know, uh, you know, particularly um, specialized in health topics, um, basically I was I had decided um, four years ago that I needed a little break from war reporting and and from conflict zones, <laughs> and um, that I wanted to do something a little bit lighter and more easygoing for a little while. Oh, and did, and you found this to be light. <laughs> I th- I find I find it almost more like a war zone. Well, that's, uh, exactly, that's exactly um, what it was. Basically, I came back to the states. I was living in New York, and I realized that um, you know there's obviously a lot of you know unjustified um, and senseless dying going on in the Middle East and elsewhere around the world, but that there was this sort of quieter kind of dying going out right on our doorstep um, yep. and and that it was you know it's not that it's underreported there's a lot of you know stuff on cancer but it's you know considering how big this problem is and it's a growing problem I thought that there wasn't enough out there um, you know tackling this from different angles well it turns out uh, that if you really uh, if you really taught everything up, uh, the number of deaths from cancer, degenerative diseases, and the medical uh, the medical atrocities that are going on, uh, those deaths are much more than any uh, wars that are going on. So the volume of deaths uh, from from mistreatment of cancer, from suppression of cancer cures, and and not just cancer, but cancer, heart disease, uh, diabetes, and so forth, all of the dread diseases, uh, and and even medical treatment uh, like like um, uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, the deaths are far in excess of wars and um, and and mistakes and violence. Yeah, and if you compare. Um the amount of reporting that's going on about wars or about, you know, this, you know, dying right here at home amongst our family members and friends, it's, it's you know, it's abysmal. Um, and especially in the mainstream media, well, all I could find um, was sort of 
you know, it's always sort of the same type of stories, but it's very rare that you, you, um, you know, find anything new or new, new angles or new, you know, new perspectives on this topic. So, so you, so you then just, uh, you, as an, as a reporter, you had an almost exclusive angle, uh, on the cancer story because you, you wanted to talk about different kinds of treatments, treatments that you hope actually did work. Well, um, to be completely honest, um, what sort of set me off on this on this alternative um, uh, road was that in New York, I heard a quote by your mother, by Charlotte Gerson on the radio, where she said that um, the cure for cancer had been found many years ago. Yes, and, indeed. Yes, and I um, heard that <clears throat> was extremely irritated and enraged. Because I knew for a fact that that wasn't true. I knew personally people who had been, you know, dying. I, and, and two of my closest friends are oncologists and I witnessed firsthand, um, you know, how many of their patients they lost despite their very best efforts and how, you know, how much it hurt them every time they lost one of their patients. So I knew this wasn't true. And I decided to go out and do a story, um, about this type of alternative, you know, quack medicine that ah. preys on the yeah that preys on the most vulnerable members mm-hmm. of society, namely cancer patients who are desperate and at the you know have nowhere else to go and um, and who try these types of things. So so you you actually started out to make this film as an expose rather than as a uh, rather than as a promotion for alternative medicine. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I, that, that was my own, you know, preconceived notion. And, you know, and, and this, just hearing this quote, it just really, you know, really pissed me off. And I, so I wrote down her name and I started um, doing a bit of research and I proposed this story to a magazine and they were interested. And basically my story was, I'm going to go to Mexico. I'm going to check out these alternative cancer clinics and, you know, show how they're basically, you know, pulling the last dollars out of these poor cancer patients' pockets. And um, it wasn't until I started really researching and, you know, that that questions, you know, started coming up in my head, um, particularly when I, when I researched the Gerson therapy and realized that it wasn't, you know, that Max Gerson wasn't some, you know, weird quack doctor or some country doc, but he was actually a very... Um, respected and prominent doctor, in, in, in especially in Germany. And I, I speak German, so I could read um, his medical articles um, that appeared in, in, you know, medical journals. And I knew he was taken very seriously and had um, some major successes um, with tuberculosis treatment. So that kind of, you know, got me thinking that maybe the story is not quite as black and white as I at first um, envisaged. And uh, and so and so you uh, you contacted the Gerson Institute or what? How did you how did you proceed from there? Yeah, I contacted um, the Gerson Institute and was um, uh, you know met with Anita Wilson um, and you know that was that was I was already beginning to think that okay, there's probably more to this story than at first meets the eye. And then when I met her. Um, I was expecting her to sort of treat me with the, you know, 
you know, respectful, but, you know, leave us alone. We don't want a journalist coming here and, you know, right. around our business, um, which is what I usually get whenever I appear anywhere, <laughs> is that people are nice and they smile and they tell me a few things that they, um, you know, that, that they promote and then they tell me to go away. And what Anita did was that she told me, oh, you know, she seemed really genuinely happy to have a journalist there who was interested in, you know, taking a serious look at, at what they were doing and what this course in therapy is. And she said, you know, what do you need? Do you want to talk to patients, you know, current patients, former patients, patients where it worked, patients where it didn't work, you know, uh, doctors who are using this, you know, whatever in any way that we can help you, just let us know. And, you know, what do you want to see do documents? Do you want to see? She just opened um, a lot of doors for me and seemed, you know, very, very transparent. Which was And this is, this is not the kind of uh, reception you were expecting. No, not at all. And it got me, you know, it immediately obviously changed my attitude a little bit because I thought, well, you know, she doesn't seem to have anything to hide. She seems to, on the contrary, be really eager to show, you know, to show what they were doing. So that um, was an indicator for me that there's, um, you know, that there's really something to this story that's worth, worth pursuing. That's, that's, that's great. We're, we're coming up on a break. Uh, Sarah, and uh, this is a fascinating quest that you've gone on. Uh, we have uh, we have a lot more to talk about. Um, we'll be um, we'll be taking a short break here, and we'll be right back after the break. Uh, this is Howard Strauss of uh, the Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com. And um, we, uh, we invite you to leave us your email address so that we can send you notifications of events and, um, and videos and books that are coming out and events like this. Sarah Mar Marbuk, Brook, Mabrook, um, a, who is a journalist and a filmmaker. We'll be right back, uh, right back after this break. Every day we face struggles and issues concerning addiction, whether it's ourselves, family members, friends, or other loved ones. On Overcoming Addiction, Hope with Prevention, Intervention, and Treatment, Dr. Joe Terhart helps us all better understand the causes and approaches to addressing addiction with the knowledge that no single approach is 100% effective. From guest experts, families, and addicts, you'll hear about what is and is not working in overcoming addiction. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. This is your host, Howard Strauss, and I want to let you know about the special offers we have just for you on the earthing products. The first includes a bed pad, an earthing mat, the earthing book, and all of the accessories you need. Together, these items sell for more than $300, but you can buy them now for $199. To see this kit and all of the earthing specials, visit our website at gersonmedia.com earthing. Again, that's gersonmedia.com earthing. 
Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Thank you very much, folks, for staying with us. Um, we are brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where you can find books, videos, uh, uh, booklets. Uh, we can find testimonials. You can find Dr. Gerson's pa- papers. And um, we, uh, uh, we encourage you to leave us your email address. We won't use it for anything but to contact you and let you know about events and um, publications and things of interest for your good health. Um, we're talking with Sarah Mabruk. Um, Sarah is uh, in Berlin, and thank you very much for staying up so late to, uh, to talk with us, Sarah. Uh, Sarah is a, um, is a journalist. She is a filmmaker, and she started out as did uh, uh, as did a journalist a long time ago for the National Enquirer. Uh, start out to do an expose of Dr. Gerson. Are you familiar with uh, with that book, uh, uh, Censured for Curing Cancer? Yes. Yes, okay, so that's a, the same exact uh, attitude. He wanted to do an expose of this terrible quack. And he wanted to shine the full light of the press on this uh, uh, on this person who was obviously defrauding people by pretending to have a cancer cure. And you have done exactly the same thing, except you came to it some 50 years later. <laughs> <laughs> and but, unfortunately, I wasn't but, able to interview um, Dr. Gerson himself. That, would have that's, been. That, that is a great shame, but you were able to interview Charlotte Gerson. I was, yeah. So th- there you go. Um and um, and uh, Sarah started uh, started when she had her initial um, her initial impressions. Uh, actually, when she had her initial prejudices, uh, sort of shattered because the people were not responding as you thought they would be. Um, she started to reevaluate and say, maybe there's something here. And if there is something here, I've got a blockbuster of a story, don't you? Well, well, the thing I, I, I thought, um, I, you know, immediately began doing is a, a lot of research. I wanted to see, um, you know, what both sides sort of, um, what arguments they had and what proof there was on, on, you know, on either side. And what I found was that there was no proof whatsoever on either side. That's 
to say that the medical authorities who were, you know, loudly proclaiming these types of therapies to be, you know, useless or dangerous even, um, had no proof of that. And that the, you know, alternative practitioners who were saying that they were saving thousands of lives and that there was, you know, this was working on a number of cases also didn't have at least any scientifically um, valid, you know, evidence. So, you know, it also made me think, you know, why is everybody, everybody I was talking to was very sure about their opinion. You know, anybody you ask, you know, about alternative um, cancer treatments has a very strong opinion usually. Either they are, you know, true believers in alternative treatments or they are, you know, think it's, you know, dismiss it as total quackery. And I was wondering where everybody got these opinions from since there was no hard, you know, no hard facts to base any of this on. So what I decided is rather than do just a story where it's like one expert versus another expert, you know, and it's just, you know, they're, you know, them arguing back and forth, but you really never know any, you know, what, what, you know, what this is really about. I decided that the only people that, you know, really knew what was going on um, are the patients and that, you know, in their case, it's a matter of life or death, whether this works for them. And rather than looking at it from the angle of the experts on either side, I wanted to see what really happens to patients who decide to go down this unusual path um, and to just follow them, observe them without judgment and, and see what, 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 you know, what happens to them over time and how, um, what everyday life on a therapy like this is like. So, uh, in other words, you decided to go where the rubber meets the road and get the evidence yourself. And well, there's evidence is a bit much of a word because it's obviously, you know, it's a documentary it's a film. It's not a scientific study and it doesn't purport to be. And I can't, you know, prove or disprove anything. But right. But it is. Them. But it is a, a patient, a living patient in front of you. That you can film and get their stories from, rather than uh, rather than uh, people holding up pieces of paper and arguing uh, arguing opinions. Yes, exactly. There you it's have not an a, li- it's a an living person, real live person who's really doing this and whose life is on the line. And you know, their their medical exams are real. There, you know, it's this is where what really matters. It doesn't matter what anybody's opinions are and end. What matters is what does it really do to these patients and what, how do they feel and why are they doing it? And, you know, these are the questions that I was more interested in. Uh, and so did you, fo- did you follow also anybody doing conventional treatment? No, I decided early on that I wasn't going to try to do, you know, six patients doing conventional and six patients doing this because, um, you know, again, we would be in this sort of pseudo, um, you know, medical study type thing. And this is not what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm trying to give people an inside, a rare inside look at what really happens to patients who do this. And they can judge for themselves. Um, you know, and conclude from themselves from what they see, whether they think this is interesting, this is worthwhile, maybe we should be, you know, putting more money and research into this type of, um, uh, you know, method or not. You know, this is, they. Um, I think we, in the, you know, mainstream media, we tend to 
underestimate, you know, our, the intelligence of uh, our public. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we can just tell stories and allow people to conclude for themselves. I think, um, uh, I think it would be very, very interesting to, to find out what, how your opinion changed uh, uh, not only about alternative medicine, but also about mainstream medicine uh, in, the, in the course of your, um, of your filming. Well, I think what I um, concluded myself after uh, observing what, you know, the experiences of these patients and also talking to a lot of experts, obviously, um, is that, you know, no matter what you think about alternative treatments and um, that, you know, our current system whereby we are artificially limiting the methods that we can use to treat this um, huge cancer problem and you know you, you must be aware that the World Health Organization just you know uh, concluded themselves that with the current treatment methods we have we will not be able to um, to you know uh, deal with this rising problem and that we have to start thinking about um, prevention and and lifestyle changes and so I think that um, you know it's it's absolutely time to start thinking outside of the box and to take a really, you know, se you know, second look at these types of treatments and basically, you know, not closing any options. We, we can't afford to do that with a problem this big. And um, I think there's enough sort of anecdotal evidence and there's um, to, to really, you know, warrant a second look at these types of treatments. You know, of course, that uh, Prince Charles, when he said uh, approximately the same thing uh, in a lecture to the Royal College of um, uh, Gynecology and Obstetrics, uh, he mentioned the word Gerson once. And he said, now I'm not saying it's a be-all and a cure-all. What I'm saying is that this lady is still alive seven years after having been given up for dead from breast cancer. And uh, and we should do more research into it to find out if there's really something there. And before the end of it, uh, there were uh, a mountain of uh, tabloid articles calling him uh, crazy and uh, and and actually calling for his beheading. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the most vitriolic uh, campaign that uh, that we ever saw. Um, on the other hand, the more the more of these articles there were, they all had to say why they were being so angry, and they all had to quote the portion of his speech that said uh, the Gerson therapy ought to be looked at. And the people who made it all the way down the uh, seven columns of vitriol down to the very last paragraph and read that, there were more people who read that, and not only in the British tabloids, but in the tabloids all over the world and the former British Empire that picked up this story. Than, uh, than we could have ever reached by, uh, by our own means. And people started looking into it, and more people came to us, and more people, uh, more people um, uh, bought books and were asking questions uh, than ever before. And so finally they realized what they were doing, and, and with all of this vitriol, they realized they were just giving us free publicity, and they immediately shut up. He <laughs> cut it off immediately. But it took a couple of months, and by that time it had gone around the world several times. 
So you're 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 in you're in good company uh, with this, uh, you know, with Pr- Prince Charles having having uh, forged this forged this path. I mean, they really came down with him with a full weight of the entire medical community. Well, nobody's called for my beheading yet, but oh, they will. Um, <laughs> but, you know what's interesting is, of course, this is a very controversial topic, and it is. Um, you know, very emotionally charged for many people, especially those who have, you know, lost family members or, you know, have themselves made the decision to do chemo or to not do it. You know, everybody has their their reasons why they react so emotionally. And it's rare that you find somebody who really looks at it from an, uh, you know, unbiased, rational um, view. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to do so because we all have, you know, experiences with cancer in one way or, or another. And but what's interesting when I began doing this film, you know, four years ago is when I began doing the research. Um, people I talked to reacted, you know, friends of mine even were saying, you know, what are you doing? You're going to destroy your career. I mean, you know, this is not an interesting topic. It's not sexy, and it's just like, why, you know, why are you? Have you drank their Kool Aid? You know, have they been brainwashing you? Why are you interested in this, you know, loony, um, yeah, whatever, you know eco crazy alternative stuff um and um and now you know in the last year everybody you know more most people who might tell what my film is about are you know at the very least they're interested and they say hmm, okay you know i don't you know some people will say i don't really believe in alternative treatment but i still think you know and i've heard this uh i've heard that nutrition really you know has been proven to make a big difference um in prevention and you know the basically the attitudes are changing and they've really i've really watched them change over the last four years so much so that you know four years ago i had trouble getting conventional doctors to talk on camera like conventional medical doctors and now i'm getting calls by medical doctors who would like to speak about this topic. So it's, it's you know, times have changed and times will continue to change. Sarah, we're coming up on a break. Uh, we're, uh, we're interviewing Sarah Mabruk uh, about her uh, new upcoming film, The Food Cure. And uh, we're going to talk about the mechanics and financing of the film. Uh, right on the other side of the break, stay with us, please. This is a fascinating topic and we can't wait to see the film. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing. We'll be back right after the break. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly. But instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you are a parent who is dealing with a child who has issues related to a congenital heart defect, 
Be sure to tune in every week to Heart to Heart with Anna. Anna Jaworski, who serves as your host, has a child who was born with a complex congenital heart defect, and she and her guests will help you discover resources and receive encouragement as you learn how to become an informed advocate in the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna is heard live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, and um, we're talking today uh, with Sarah Mabruk, who has uh, who's just been making a film for the last uh, several years now, right? Three years. Yeah. Uh, uh, called uh, called the Food Cure, uh, in which she researched uh, cancer patients, uh, literally betting their lives on alternative medicine rather than conventional medicine. Uh, which has all of the propaganda, all of the money, all of the advertising, uh, but none of the results that, uh, that that alternative medicine has. And so she decided that <clears throat> for all the arguments back and forth with nobody having any proof of anything, uh, she would go to the actual people who were um, uh, who were going to who were betting their lives on the outcome, and she would follow them. Come, uh, you know, success or failure, she would follow them uh, for the course of their treatment and uh, document it, and then she would find out, and and uh, her viewers would find out at the same time. Is that pretty much a, a statement of it? Right. So, so uh, one of the things that's always a problem with uh, with this kind of uh, with this kind of uh, therapy is that the huge money is is in conventional treatment and drugs. And chemotherapy, and um, you know, huge medical equipment, surgery, and so forth. Hospitals, uh, and the, the the drug companies, and the medical equipment manufacturers, and the surgeons, and everybody is is all behind current treatment because that's where their big, huge pots of money are. So, making a movie like this and getting it uh, financed is a major problem. How did you? How are you attacking that problem? Well, basically, um, the the production stage uh, I financed with the help of you know private uh, investors. Basically, you know, just normal people who have um, had a lot of cases of cancer in their families and whom I told about what I wanted to do, and they said, you know what, we've been waiting for somebody to actually go out and find out, and you you know, we're willing to help you. So um, they you know they sort of sponsored the production stage of the film so far and what I always wanted to do it that way because I could have also gone to the major you know broadcasters some of which I've worked for before and um, asked them to finance this this film and they probably would have but they would have also kept um, the editorial control over the final mm-hmm. product and I wanted to it to remain completely independent and um, uh, and not be tied to any 
possible financial interests, you know, of any, you know, major television companies or, or anyone else for that matter. So I wanted good, th- good thinking. Yeah. So I, I uh, wanted to keep it a completely independent production. And that's why now in order to finance the post-production, um, I'm actually looking to the power of the public, which um, uh, to help me fund it um, through crowdfunding. And I'm uh, just doing a Kickstarter campaign at the moment. So and that's going to run until March 7th. Okay, so that's only a few more days um, <clears throat> that people have to uh, to to um, uh, to to help you out and and get started. Could you describe that? I'm not quite sure how that works and and how I would go about doing it because you know I, 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 my company uh, Gerson Health Media is absolutely uh, going to contribute to that ourselves. We think this is such a, a worthwhile project. We want to contribute to that as well. So uh, let it, let me know how I would go about doing that. Uh, well, thank you, Howard, for. Um wanting to contribute. Um, basically, it's very easy. Um, and, the, you know, I love the principle behind, uh, behind crowdfunding, which is basically that, you, you know, the people decide what they want to see and what, you know, and if, if they think this is a good project, then they pitch in and help, um, help it get made. And in return, um, basically, we, we offer them, you know, the DVD of the film and books and, you know, all sorts of other rewards to um, thank people for their support. Um, so it, it sort of goes both ways, and what it enables is this film to um, get made and to get made independently and to um, actually reach the big screen. So the more people, um, the better, and, and it, it not only enables us to, to make the film, but it also shows distributors that there's a lot of interest for this topic. And right. It will help us um, get a very wide um, cinematic or television distribution, or both, hopefully. Have, what kind of response have you gotten so far? Well, we've um, gotten an amazing response. Uh, in the first 10 days, we actually made our goal, um, which, wow. and that goal, yeah, that was, we, I mean, we, we were completely overwhelmed, basically, um, by the incredible encouragement and support um, from people. And, um, that goal enables us now to um, to cut a rough cut. Basically, we'll fund the editing um, to uh, do a rough cut. And now we've made a stretch goal so that we will not only be able to do the rough cut, but we will also be able to pay for the music and um, the final cut and everything and just be able to finish the film. All of it was only with wow. the help of, um, of the public. Fantastic. Um, so, so how do I go about doing it? Where do I find Kickstarter? So you just um, go to kickstarter.com and type um, the food cure in that. The, f- the, the, food, the food cure. cure yeah. In okay. the little search. And you'll automatically hit um, our project. And then when you click on that, you can see a trailer of the film. So a trailer and I will also be you know, pitching in it. And then it's very easy. The next step is you donate however much, however little or much you like. Um, and and that's it. And then you become a part of the food cure team. That's that's great. We're going to do it. Is there a minimum? Is there a maximum? There is a, a minimum of one dollar, and um, you know because the amount of backers also counts. If you can't afford, you know, a bigger contribution, even one dollar mm-hmm. or five dollars is great. 
and there's a maximum of ten thousand dollars. So <laughs> um, there's a wide wide range. So, so if people just want to show their support without uh, without having to put out more than um, more than we um, more than they can afford, then then um, yeah, that's, yeah. then they can they can contribute one dollar and be and and still that shows that there's another person, another body there. Who supports you and who wants this film to be made? So, so even a dollar contribution will say to the distributors and say to the the film companies and to the uh, theaters that this is something people want to see. And so the more bodies, it's like a vote almost, isn't it? Exactly. That's exactly what it is, and that's exactly why I think it's excellent because it's sort of it's it's, it's democracy in action in a way. Um, oh, a- absolutely. And and this is and, and not only that, it's even capitalism in action because. Here you're voting with your wallet. You're saying I want this to happen, and you're saying I and, and I'm willing to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. And with one dollar, you can just become a part of it, and you can show your vote. With thirty dollars, you actually get the film. You know the um, the uh, the film download as soon as it comes out, and be one of the first to see it. Um, and then you, there are great other rewards like um, books that have been generously donated, and all sorts of um, special art, and and tickets to the premiere, and all sorts of um, great. Well, that, that's that, that's just that's just absolutely wonderful. You're, I think, you're doing a marvelous job. So, uh, I, I do want to know. You say you followed a certain number of patients. How many patients did you follow? Six, six patients. Over six six patients, and and I, of which five of them were uh, from five, actually on the Gerson therapy. Five of them were on the Gerson therapy, and one was a baby. Um, when he was diagnosed, a six-month-old baby. So he wasn't able to do the Gerson therapy, but he did something very, very similar, basically um, the same principle. And um, he's now a four-year-old, uh, very, very cute kid. <laughs> four-year-old? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, uh, so let me ask you this, and I don't, uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler uh, alert. Uh, uh, may I ask... Uh, are you willing to tell us how many of those six patients actually survived? Well, um, luckily, they all survived. Um, they all survived. And um, that's unusual. Did they had? Did, did they have cancer? Did they have some other disease? So they all had cancer, and they all had cancer. Very advanced um, stages, uh, for the most part. Um, and so you would have expected that at three years later. Uh, with using conventional therapy, you would have expected that half or fewer would have survived, uh, and and they would have been fairly sick by now. Yeah, yeah. Basically, at, uh, in the case of at least um, two of them, it's really astonishing um, that they are um, alive and actually doing very well. So, um, not. I mean, the experiences of the patients were very different, and they didn't all have the same experience. And um, two of them, for instance, actually broke off the therapy for different reasons. Um, one of them had to break it off because she couldn't uh, afford it. So, um, you know, they had they have very different stories, but um, yeah, the majority of them are. Um, doing astonishingly well and I'm you know I'm the first you know I'm probably the most surprised by the uh, the results 
So how do you think that this? First of all, it sounds very, very strongly like you have very, very, uh, uh, very distinctly changed your outlook uh, from being a uh, from being a, a negative skeptic to being a uh, uh, to being a, a real rooter uh, for alternative therapies, and particularly the Gerson therapy. Um, how do you think this film will affect uh, other people when they see it? Well, I think, um, I mean, everybody's free to make their own conclusions, but I can't, um, I think that most people will conclude that there's definitely enough um, to this kind of treatment toward, you know, taking a closer look and, um, you know, why, why should we, why should we close that door when our conventional treatments aren't working well enough? You know, why, um, it's, it's sort of like if I have a pipe, break in my house, you know, I, and, and I call a plumber, I don't want him to arrive and tell me, you know, you know what, I only have a hammer, a wrench and a screwdriver, and that's all I'm allowed to use to fix the problem. You know, I want him to be able to use any tool he can to fix the problem as fast as possible, and if possible, even fix the, you know, the the reason for that problem, not just the symptom, which in this case would be water rushing everywhere. And I think it's the same for cancer. We have a huge problem. So why are we artificially limiting what our doctors and researchers um, can do for for patients? So I think we should be encouraging. Um, both, you know, patients, doctors, and researchers to think outside of the box and to incorporate more holistic and more sustainable um, principles like, um, you know, the ones that Max Wilson found um, with his therapy. We have to, uh, we're coming up on another break here. Uh, Sarah will be right back after the break uh, and uh, with some final thoughts. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing, and... um into Lotus Radio, Nourishing Life with Jane Dabu. Every week for everything you need to take personal responsibility in your quest for optimal health. We'll discuss topics pertaining to alternative medicine as well as answer your questions about diseases, health, mental, and emotional conditions, and spirituality. Our guest experts include researchers, medical professionals, and advocates. Lotus Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Sit back. Close your eyes. Relax. Have you explored the possibilities of yoga? It transcends time, space, and culture. It has healing properties, and it can be done by anyone. Tune in to Yoga Begins Now with Mark and Heather Cherie Titus. Mark and Heather are the team behind the Sedona Yoga Festival. Our program will bring yoga out of the studio and into your life with lively discussions, special guests, and an in-depth exploration of modern yoga. Yoga Begins Now. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness.
are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Okay, so now you have very much for staying with us. This is Howard Strauss, uh, and you're listening to The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by GersonMedia.com, uh, Gerson Health Media, where we can uh, show you uh, solutions for uh, maintaining, uh, recovering, and uh, repairing your good health. And this is real information you can use every day. You can put it into action today, right now. And uh, you know what? It's so much easier to prevent disease than to cure it that uh, we hope that the information we're giving you is information you can use to prevent disease. But if you are sick already and you need help, we can help you cure it. So uh, Sarah uh, Sarah is a uh, documentarian, a journalist, a filmmaker, uh, and uh, she actually started out as a great skeptic of alternative medicine for cancer. And uh, in, in doing her research, as a true journalist should do, instead of just listening to uh, press releases and uh, people waving their arms around, uh, she actually did her homework, she did the research, she actually sought out patients who trusted their lives uh, to alternative medicine and followed them for three years. Sarah, any last words about this film? about financing it, about participation from the, from the people who, uh, who are listening to this program? Well, I think um, that what, what's really interesting about this film and what, you know, what I found the most interesting about doing it is that it's not just about cancer and it's not just about food, um, which are both very interesting topics and very current topics, but it's actually, it, you know, when you begin to research the Gerson therapy and to... Um, you know, to read about it, you quickly realize that the implications of um, Gerson's findings and of, you know, even doing a therapy like this are, you know, go so much beyond that. It, you know, it, it, you know, it has implications on our economy, on um, the environment, on everything down to, you know, defense, because we live in a world where you know, 50% of our males are likely to get cancer in their lifetimes. And so this is a problem that, you know, touches on many more subjects than just, you know, cancer or food. It actually touches on our whole, um, you know, the way our civilization is um, built up. And it, you know, asks questions about the chemicals we are using in our, you know, in our food system and in our air and our water about everyday products, you know, so many um, really interesting topics come up as soon as you, um, you know, start looking at the Gerson therapy or at, you know, nutritional holistic treatments in general. From agriculture, from agricultural chemicals to food processing, from uh, GMOs to uh, to air pollution, from uh, cosmetics to uh, to pharmaceuticals, uh, and all of these have to do with money and power. And money and power will lead you right into politics and government and so forth and governmental corruption. So, 
yes, it, it leads into a whole different, a whole different mindset, a whole different view of the world that you're asking people to, uh, to, to consider. They have to consider virtually everything they think they know. Well, I mean, I look at everything differently ever since I've um, done this film. And I know that the patients, you know, the protagonists in the film do too. And it's really, really interesting. Um, and, I, and, and I hope that the public, you know, the people who see this film will also start to, um, you know, take a more critical look at some of the things that surround them, including everyday products and, you know, ask some, some you know, bigger questions. Um, and... You know, that's why I think this is a really, really important film and it's high time that, um, you know, journalists also um, deal with these types of topics. Obviously, we, uh, we totally agree. Folks, go to kickstarter.com, right, and go to The Food Cure, The Food Cure. Uh, and, uh, and, and contribute what you can. Uh, if you can't contribute very much, just, you know, put in a dollar and let the, let the world know that there are that many people who are interested. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna do that, uh, I'm gonna do that and my company's gonna do it and I'm gonna encourage everybody I know to do it. And I encourage all my, all the people listening around the world, and I know there's a lot of you. I encourage uh, everybody doing that to support this effort. It is uh, it is too important uh, of a film, and, and this is a courageous young lady. And uh, and I, I, I my hats off to you, uh, Sarah. You've done a phenomenal job. Of course, you needed to be courageous to be reporting from war zones in the Middle East, particularly as a blonde woman. Uh, that, that must be that must be a whole other story. Yeah. But um, but you but but you have uh, proven your your guts right there, uh, and you have proven it again by doing this uh, by doing this film. Uh, so so we are we're very very grateful to you. We hope you get uh, we hope you get um, lots and lots of support, not just uh, not just as much as you need, but uh, as much as you want to make yourself a really great film. Uh, Sarah, is there a website for this film? Yes, yeah, so it's um, www.thefoodcurefilm.com, and you can find out a lot more about the film and about the team behind it, and also see a trailer. So um, I urge you to go check it out, and there's also a link, a direct link to our Kickstarter campaign from there. So if you um, like what you see, and if you think this is interesting and worth supporting, I would um, really appreciate um, your help by, um, you know, by becoming backers of this uh, Kickstarter campaign. Well, and even if, even if, and, and, and once again, even if you can't afford much uh, financial backing, uh, just the moral support is, uh, it will help Sarah, it will help the film to become, uh, to, to become more substantial in the eyes of distributors, in the eyes of uh, theater owners and so forth, that there are that many people out there who really want to see this film. Yeah, and um, you know, this, the encouragement of uh, people out there is incredible. It's it's um, it's already done so much for me and my team. I'm just hearing from so many people out there, including um, the stories of people who have um, actually gone through treatments like the Gerson therapy themselves, and um, it's been amazing. Um, the the feedback we've gotten, and it's really really giving us um, you know that 
you know, that extra boost to just keep at it um, and to make this the best film that it can be. Outstanding. Sarah Mabruk, um, uh, our, our respect to you and our admiration to you for making this film. Uh, this is Howard Strauss. We've been talking to Sarah Mabruk, who's made a film called The Food Cure. Uh, and she is, uh, she is, she has basically bucked the entire medical, uh, establishment in order to do it. Um, and she even bucked her own preconceived notions of what, uh, what alternatives and what, uh, conventional medicine can and cannot do. Uh, by by documenting patients where the rubber meets the road, people who have people who bet their life on alternative therapy, and won and won, and here they are three years later and telling their story. Uh, Sarah, great great job. Thank you for spending your time with us, and I hope that uh, this really results in a tremendous outpouring of support. This is Howard Strauss, and you've been listening to The Power of Natural Healing, um, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. We invite you to leave your email address so that we can notify you of interviews like this. Uh, and we, um, uh, and we, and, and, and new pub- publications, new DVDs, uh, new offers, and so forth. Um, so we won't use your email for, uh, advertising. We won't use it for anything. We won't sell it to anybody. This is not what we're about. We're about bringing you information that you can use today to make your life and your health better. So join us next week again, same time, same place, uh, voiceamerica.com, The Power of Natural Healing, when we'll bring you another exciting, interesting, and extremely useful guest for your health, for your well-being, for your life, for your family, your community, and for the world. Thanks for listening, and see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.